The holidays are a time when we typically splurge to the detriment of our pocketbooks and our health. So how can we reduce our consumption, both as individuals and companies, while still embracing the holiday spirit? Welcome to The Circular Future, your access to thought leaders and innovations to help you be a business sustainability champion, even if it's not your core job. I'm your host, Stephanie McClarty, Head of Sustainability at Quantum Lifecycle Partners. Let's face it, most of us gain a little weight over the holidays. We eat too much, we drink too much, and then, if you're anything like me, you don't feel very good about yourself. At the same time, what doesn't gain is our pocketbooks. Holiday gift-giving has more than doubled in the last 20 years, up from $416 billion in 2002 to $936 billion in 2022. Which country tops the list of spending the most during the holidays? Canada. Thing is, are we any happier? No. Is the environment any better? Definitely not. So let's look at ways that individuals and companies alike can reduce holiday consumption while boosting happiness, well-being, and stewardship for the planet. Consumption during the holiday period usually comes in two forms, gift-giving and food and drink. Both of these consume our financial resources, too. For gift-giving, we often buy stuff. It gets packaged in a bunch of pretty, yet often unrecyclable, paper. Once unwrapped, the gift often gets used a few times, then thrown in a drawer and forgotten all about or discarded altogether. Think back to the gifts from last year. How many are you still using? And then there is the whole binge fest of food and drink. We go to holiday parties. We have those annual celebratory lunches with clients. We enjoy lots of starchy food and salt and alcohol. Wow, a great combination for the body, isn't it? It would be one thing if we did all this and it led us to more happiness. While many of us do experience more joy over the holidays, more than half of us don't. 52% of Canadians report feelings of stress, anxiety, depression, and isolation during the festive period. Is it possible to have a wellness-friendly holiday, good for us physically and mentally, good for our businesses, and good for the planet? The answer is yes. Let's look towards key principles of the circular economy for answers. What would a circular approach to the holidays look like? There are three principles to the circular economy, according to the renowned Ellen MacArthur Foundation. We dive into detail on these principles in episode 15. The first principle is eliminating physical waste before it begins. We design out waste from a product and systems approach. 
So how do you do that? Here are questions to ask yourself about holiday gift giving. Do I need to give a gift at all? Or are there other ways to show my appreciation? A handwritten note showing gratitude or a phone call can go a long way. Do I need to give a physical gift? Or is there an experience I can get them? Perhaps you can even do the thing together. For companies, it could be taking your clients out for lunch. More on that later. What do they want that they will actually use? On a company level, Quantum used to give gift baskets to employees at Christmas time. After feedback from employees, the company shifted a year ago to giving grocery gift cards instead. Buy what they need and want. Research shows that people are more appreciative of gifts they ask for than ones they don't. Next, ask yourself, can I focus on one or a few gifts rather than going overboard on the number? For kids, I love the want, need, wear, read framework. Get one thing they want, one thing they need, one thing to wear, and one thing to read. After all, this will also help your wallet. As an individual, a rule of thumb is to spend no more than 1% of your gross annual earnings on presents. So if you make $50,000 a year, your max gift budget would be $500 total. And that's only if you can realistically afford it, given other pressures. Finally, ask, can I eliminate waste from the packaging and wrapping? It's easy to assume that wrapping paper is recyclable because it's quote-unquote paper. Unfortunately, a lot of wrapping paper is not recyclable. The shiny, fancy materials embedded in the paper to make it glossy and funky often can't be recycled. Instead, look for wrapping paper that specifically says it is recyclable. Or use brown paper for wrapping and then draw on it. Or shift to reusable gift bags and boxes. Okay, so let's conclude that buying a physical gift is the way to go. The second circular economy principle addresses what gift you might get and its attributes. That's because the second principle is all about choosing circular products and materials. Another way to look at it is sustainable procurement, in which we look for environmentally preferable attributes. In this principle, the first question to ask is, can you prioritize things that are upcycled, made from recycled materials, or even restored? That could include getting a refurbished phone or laptop, such as off Quantum's QNovum website. On a personal level, my sisters-in-law and I concluded that for our family, we would do Secret Santa, where we choose one name and no one knows who got them until after they open the gift. That way, everyone gets only one gift. But we also made it a rule that all gifts must be secondhand in some way, 
No manufactured new gifts allowed. This really challenges us every year to be creative. Another way of looking at sustainable procurement is buying products that are well-made or more natural materials or can be repaired if broken. And hey, if you are wondering, well, what things can be repaired these days? It's true that we've moved away from repairing, but it's coming back. New right-to-repair legislation is popping up around the world. So even if it's not here now, it likely soon will be. And that will open up a lot of repair opportunities, especially for various electronics. You can also prioritize buying from companies that have elements of sustainability. It may be local vendors or from a certified B Corp, which are companies that are for-profit and for good. In fact, there are tons of gift-giving ideas on the B Corp website, which we'll link in the show notes. The last thing to consider in this element is... Can the physical gift be recycled at the end of life? So avoid plastics, especially single-use plastics, as much as possible. And speaking of plastics, look for gifts that have recyclable packaging, such as paper and cardboard. There are even some compostable options, especially when it comes to holiday cards and gift cards and gift bags, such as from seed paper which grows flowers or herbs after. Which brings me to the final element of the circular economy. Regenerate nature. In this principle, we shift from degrading nature to building natural capital. There is no waste in nature. Everything is recycled and put back into the earth. So how can we choose practices and products that do something for nature? Food is actually a great example of this principle. We can buy food made through regenerative agriculture or permaculture, which are farming practices that allow nature to rebuild soils and increase biodiversity. We can also make ourselves aware of the dirty dozen which are fruit and vegetables that have high traces of pesticides. We should prioritize buying these from organic sources. There is also the Clean 15 list, which is the produce that you don't have to worry so much about. We'll put the link to all this in the show notes. What else can we do to regenerate nature? We can prioritize buying organic wines and local craft beers. We can fold vegetarian options in and go meatless for an entire meal. After all, meat and dairy make up almost 15% of global emissions. So eating less meat means the planet and your body will thank you. Even a single meal, building up to a plant-based meal per week, helps. When we go out for holiday lunches, especially for clients, we can choose restaurants that prioritize local, wholesome, and plant ingredients. Hey, we can buy less food, make less food, and hold each other accountable to eat less food. The same goes for drinking. I know this one may be difficult, but we can always try. 
And at the end of the day, if there is food waste, we can compost it so that it goes back to the earth. You know, there's truly a lot we can do to reduce consumption and buy better at the holidays. There are so many options, actually, and possibilities that it's almost overwhelming. So start with one principle or one idea and build up from there. And there's still a couple of missing ingredients overall that I want to mention. One that will really help in reducing consumption is to act mindfully. Be mindful when choosing gifts, whether for your loved ones or customers. Be mindful when you're planning your food. Be mindful when you're eating and drinking. And hey, this likely means putting your tech away and really connecting with others. When we act with intention, we align our actions with our values and goals. We create impact. We experience joy. And the other ingredient is especially important if you're doing a big change in holiday gift giving or eating and drinking, and that is to communicate. Communicate with others on your intentions and explain the why so they understand the change. I also encourage you to enroll others in the possibility of a low consumption holiday, just like my sisters-in-law and I did. And remember, we're happy to help with refurbished tech through our Qnovum site or any IT recycling needs. So head on over to quantumlifecycle.com and contact us. And remember, we're happy to help with refurbished tech through our Qnovum site or any IT recycling needs. So head on over to quantumlifecycle.com and contact us. This is the Quantum Lifecycle podcast, and the producer is Sanjay Trivedi. Thank you for being a circular future champion in your company and beyond. Have a very happy holiday. Logging off.